Hello and welcome to BizNation, your home for micro and small business help. Join us as we unpack all the pain points in starting or running your small business. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. Your host, Kerry Zarb, brings you discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. So sit back and enjoy as we launch into today's episode. Welcome to Biz Nation. I'm your host, Kerry Zarb, bringing you topics and special guests to discuss key subjects related to business challenges we all face. Thank you for joining me, and if it's your first time listening, a massive welcome to you. This episode is sponsored by our co-pilot program, a guilt-free resource center for downloadable content to help you in your business journey. The Copilot program comes with valuable downloads from BizNation and our BizNation members, and with the current COVID-19 pandemic continuing, I have extended the opportunity to sign up for free to the end of September 2020. To take advantage of this offer, head over to our website registration page, bit.ly forward slash bizcopilot. That's bit.ly ly forward slash biz b-i-z co-pilot if you have enjoyed the biz nation episodes i'd love to hear from you so please leave me a rating or review and don't forget to mention your name and business name for future shout outs in today's episode we have two powerful women in business that actually launched just before covid19 pandemic hit our great nation Talk about a massive time to start a business, yet together they have navigated their way through this difficult time, supporting each other and growing their network of business buddies all around the world. Sheeta operates Dental On Demand, a Sydney-based mobile oral health service that visits childcare centres, corporate workplaces and also conducts home visits. And we also have Jackie from Senior Dental Care, also a Sydney-based mobile service who is making dentistry available to our dearly loved and vulnerable aged care facility residents. Together, these two amazing oral health therapists are not only making dentistry accessible, but affordable and striving to bring dental education to all age groups. Thanks, ladies. Thanks for joining us today. And I think we'll kick off with just a real general question for you guys. And I wanted to ask you both, um, what has been the hardest thing about trying to start a business? Thanks for having us here, Kerry, today. It's great. Um, I think it was just very overwhelming, not knowing who to contact, where to start, what to do, what needed to go first. and I guess just not really knowing who to contact and who were the best people that I needed to get information from um, and the knowledge that I just didn't know. I'm not a person who generally doesn't know things and I try to research as much as I can to get what I need, but it, it was really difficult. So, so that was probably my hardest thing. Yeah. How about you, Jackie? Yeah, I, I was the same. I mean, you know, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. But for me, essentially, you know, um, I'm quite comfortable in the clinic. I'm comfortable on the tools, so to speak. But for me, it was very much the accounting side of things. You know, 
you know, I felt out of my depth in terms of, you know, the tax man and BAS statements and GST and cash flow. Like they were the things that I really, really didn't know about. So they were the things I was scared about before starting. And I guess we all go through different processes when we start our business and everyone has those few little pain points. I think um, accounting and cash flow and stuff is probably almost the highest on the list at all times. And a lot of people struggle with that. Um, How have you guys found that now, now that you've been operating for a little bit? Are you more comfortable in that space or are you still, still learning? definitely still learning for me. Um, I did find a really good accountant who has taught me a lot just in the last couple of months. So that's really, um, that's really good. But I have found um, sort of making my way around my accounting software has taught me a lot as well. Uh, So yeah, I'm getting there. But um, yeah, the step one was, I guess, definitely finding a, a good accountant for me that has helped me feel a lot more comfortable. Yay. Excellent. How about you, Sheeta? Uh, I guess I, I'm definitely still learning. I don't know everything. And I, I guess once it comes to that stage, you know, my first couple of bath statements and things like that, I'll, I'll definitely realise how much I actually don't know again. Um, and I've had a couple of really, really good contacts, you included, um, where I've been able to contact and just ask very, what I think are very stupid questions. Um, and yeah, as Jackie said, a good accountant. And I think some, some good contacts that have businesses that I can sort of um, ask some questions to has been really, really helpful, but definitely still learning. And I think we'll continue to still learn. Yeah. Well, guys, I'll make you feel a little bit better. I've been in and out of business for around 20 years and I'm still learning. So it never <laughs> stops. Good. It, it just keeps going. So don't worry. And, and I think like from personal experience and a lot of people say the same thing, we need to make those mistakes. We need to step through some of those hurdles and, and have some pressure and some, you know, deadlines to meet to actually get that stuff together. Sometimes that's what does actually help us learn and, and grow. So, yeah, you're, you're not alone. Good. <laughs> Which that's is good. very reassuring. Thank you. <laughs> um, so what's something, and it's still early days for you both, but what's something that you know now that you wish you had known at the start? What's a key piece of information that you probably can think back to now and go, if I had known that, it would have been, you know, so much better. Um, I think with me, I, I need to remember that it's okay if things go wrong or don't go to plan. Um, and they they often don't go to plan. You know, you'll think of something and you'll think it's going to be great on paper, and it is. But when you actually put it into practice, there's always things that you haven't thought about and things do go wrong. And um, I think they're just stepping stones to get where I need to be and where, where I need to learn more. So it's okay to have things go wrong is what I wish I knew before. (laughs) How about you, Jack? Yeah, I I noted that it was okay not to know everything um, (laughs) at the start like we just discussed. So learning along the way is okay and I think that's hard for us, Sheeta and I in particular, well, being dental professionals, we work evidence-based. We know it's going to work. We know what the science is and we follow that. But in business, it's sort of like a big trial and error and we're not used to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah lots, definitely. Lots of risk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And you guys have been so comfortable in your industry for so long that, you know, this was a big challenge. Like I could see this, you know, you've really stepped out of the comfort zone and you've really taken, you know, pretty brave steps to to actually go into business, which is, you know, if you've been a, a qualified professional for some time, it's it must be so daunting, you know, like to actually yeah. make that move. 
I think personality-wise, Jackie and I are very similar in that we, we have that goal and we want to really achieve it. Um, and so it, it's been nice to, to have Jackie to lean on as well, who's going through a very similar um, type of business model, very similar um, goals. And so that's been really good and helpful, but it's, it's definitely been a challenge. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I think it's great that you've had each other to lean on um, for that, you know, extra layer of support as well. So that's fantastic. Um, so ladies, uh, dental professionals, what's the biggest challenge in oral health at the moment? Well, I've got two, I've got two sort of, um, I took two aspects, I guess, to that question. I think um, for me, well, I think that affordability of dental treatment and also access to dental treatment are huge issues in our area. She has written the same things, I think. By the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, th that was one sort of um, path that I took uh, answering that question. And also um, like clinically, I guess, um, decay and gum disease would be the other two. Definitely agree with both of the points Jackie made. Um, accessibility is massive. You know, there's so many Australians that can't access good oral hygiene or can't access a good oral professional um, or don't know to. And I guess that's one of the biggest things. So I guess the other thing is education. People not knowing what they're meant to be doing and how to do it and who to contact if they can't do it or can't access. So yeah, that's yeah, that's a big huge. point. Yeah. And education, I think you you guys have really hit the mark there because, you know, knowledge to the the, the public, you know, to, to let them know how important it is, is probably the biggest hurdle. You must see patients all the time that just don't even realise how critical it is and how it can affect their overall health, you know, like in, in general from oral health through to your, your, your whole body health. It's, it's got a great, yeah. massive impact, you know. So and actually getting, once you actually get to see patients and you guys, you must be like, you know, PhD in, in the education department as well because you'd be educating every single patient all the time, even those that you've seen before. The education continues, I would imagine. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other thing is things that we think are quite common knowledge aren't common knowledge for everyone. You know, we know to brush twice a day. We know to floss. We know that a lot of sugar isn't good for your mouth uh, and along with everything else. But a lot of patients don't know those things and don't know what they need to be doing. So even just the things that we think are quite the basic skills aren't maybe not, you know, known to a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll start with Sheeta and then we're going to hop over to Jack. I wanted to know what your real, like, I guess, what's your goal for your business? Like, where do you want, want it to head? What's the direction for you? So going back to the question of what the biggest issue in our health was for me was this accessibility. So one of the things I want to really achieve with the business is making dental more accessible for you know Australians in general and making it easy if, it, if we make it easy then we're more likely to have patients who will actually attend their dental appointments or seek professional advice when they need it um, and I guess touching on what Jackie said affordability our cost you know our cost is a lot less so I can be able to be a little bit cheaper than what they might have to pay at a dental surgery so and it's convenient. So that is one of the biggest things I want to achieve for my patients. But I guess um, for myself, I want to achieve knowing that I can have a business and a successful business um, and doing what I love every day. So that's 
probably my biggest things I want to achieve. Yeah, very awesome. Very cool. And how about you, Jack? Um, yeah, I mean, accessibility was a big one for me as well when I first um, sort of thought about senior dental care. Um, Australia has, a, you know, a big ageing population. So that's going to become a big issue in, you know, five or 10 or 20 years time. So, um, yeah, accessing those patients who need it the most um, and being able to go out and provide accessibility to affordable dental care is basically my my mantra. <laughs> um, in the future, I'd like to, you know, um, get into a few more aged care facilities. Um, I'd like to work alongside the dentists that are already there. Um, but I would like to perform or just to provide um, preventative dental care. So um, work under a different model um, and refer when I need to, obviously, but to just be able to go in and provide that checkup and clean appointment. So it just avoids the, um, the treatment appointments, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Excellent. And Sheeta, where to from here for you? So you, you've got a goal, you want to do what you, you love doing every single day. So where are you headed? What's the direction that you're taking? So I guess it's um, just trying to find more contacts and more people, more childcare centres, more aged care facilities, more corporate workplaces where, you know, we can get our name out there and actually let them know what we do. I guess it's a little bit of a different model. Um, not a lot of people know of mobile dentistry. So getting our name out there, knowing that there is that um, service available and um, I guess bettering my own skills in business and knowing what I, I want to achieve and having better targets, I guess, of what I actually want to achieve with the business, not so much financially but professionally. Yeah. How about you, Jackie? Well, I've been hit quite hard with COVID-19. Um, I'm not really able to access my um, my target uh, audience or my patients at the moment. Um, so, yeah, sort of just waiting for, for that to settle down and to get into more aged care facilities. Um, I'm looking at more education around uh, staff and carers. So um, I'm going to take that avenue um in in this time and you know we've got to get used to the new normal so you know we have to adapt to these conditions so yeah I'm going to sort of look into that a little bit more but I think I have to wait for it to um to sort of settle down before I get back to being in the mouth <laughs> yeah yeah that's right and ladies I want to ask a bit of a curveball question this wasn't something that we had discussed but um and we might start with you this time Jackie marketing How's that going for you? Marketing, I've found very difficult. Um, uh, my target audience in terms of marketing is really the care managers at facilities. Um, lots of my age bracket, um, I, I don't really know how to reach in terms of marketing. Um, so I've been building my social media platform, uh, which has been good. So I'm spreading awareness and education. But, yeah, I really need, um, I think, some guidance in terms of how to how to get my business into the aged care care manager's hands. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you yeah. 100%. And, and I, I know, again, you're not alone in that. <laughs> I think everyone starting a new business is always got marketing, you know, kind of on their little shoulder going, come on, hello, what about me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How, about, how about you, Sheeta? 
Uh, yeah, again, very, very difficult for me to knowing who your target audience is, but how do you contact them is the biggest thing. And I guess it's been with Jackie as well. Um, and also just knowing, maybe not knowing what to use, you know, do you Facebook, do Facebook ads, do you do Google ads, do you, um, I don't know, SEOs and all the other bits and pieces that I have no idea about. Um, and, you know, do you print flyers, do you not? It, there's just so many different ways to market the product and ourselves. So that's been a little bit of a, a bit of a challenge, but I think um, moving forward, it will just be trial and error and see what works and what doesn't and then go with that. Um, but yeah, again, another big learning curve for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because at the start of the show, we talked about, you know, accounting and finances and that type of thing, but marketing's sort of like right up there as well. Like I think I it's, agree. it's huge, you know, and, and I think we're all in that same basket at the beginning. Like oh, who's like, we might know who our, who our client is. We might know who the target audience is, but how do we get to them? You know, how do we actually reach them? How do we know, how do we let them know that we're here is, is really a, a very big, big challenge for a lot of small businesses. So yeah, mm -hmm. again, not alone. <laughs> um, so ladies, I wanted to ask you as well. Um, and I ask all of my guests that come on the show, what's a positive takeaway for you from COVID-19? It's been such a horrible time for everyone and everyone's feeling it right across the nation. But what's something that you have found to be a positive for yourself out of COVID-19? Um, I, yeah, it, it has been a negative time for a lot of people and, you know, I really do feel for a lot of the businesses that have suffered. Um, I, I think one of the positives that I can take away, it gave me the time to actually spend on my business where the surgery that I work out was closed for two months and I had two months worth of time to up my social game, you know, learn some things about social media and Instagram and the things that I had no idea about you know, do some ATO type of things on their website and some courses um, and just learn a little bit more, fix up my website a little bit. So that that was my positive that I took away from it and just creating some goals of what I wanted to achieve after this COVID period. Definitely. How about you, Jack? Yeah, well, I... Um, I I sort of feel the same with Sheeta. You know, it gave me more time to focus on this. I only started my business in... I think I registered my business name in January. So my first patients were in March. Mm -hmm. um, so very new. And like you say, you know, always learning. And when you dive straight in, you sort of tend to drown a little bit to begin with. So I was sort of in that period, but it was good that I had a lot of time off and um, a lot of time to sort of write down a few things that I needed to, to focus on and to learn about. Um, and in general, I think it gave me, um, you know, it made me appreciate the things that I once took for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Travel probably would be the biggest one. Oh, mm. huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think everyone's um, feeling that at the moment. So many people that had holidays booked and they had to cancel. And like I've heard from multiple people in just the last couple of days saying, I would have been in Europe right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah no. I have to. Yeah, really sad, really sad. Um, okay, so ladies, where can we find you? I'm going to pop it all in the show notes, but for our listeners, um, just let us know your your website, your social media handles. Start with you, Sheeta. Yeah, we are www.dentalondemand.com.au and our socials are dentalondemandaus 
underscore Facebook and dental on demand underscore for Instagram. We'd love some support and love on there. Yay. <laughs> mine um mine is uh seniordentalcare.com.au that is my website and i'm also on facebook and instagram as senior dental care wonderful thank you ladies thank you so much for your time and thank you for sharing your experiences with the listeners and i'm sure this has been something that a lot of people can relate to as well as a, a few little takeaways as well so thanks so much Thanks, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. We love listening to your podcast. So thank oh, you for thanks, having us on. Guys. No worries. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast, your home for small business help. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. You can find the link on our website, biznation.com.au. Tune into future episodes for more discussions, interviews, and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.